0: Hello listeners, it won't take you long in listening to this podcast to realise that we recorded this on Monday evening during the Atalanta-Frozenoni game, which obviously means we were not aware of the news at the time of recording that Jose Mourinho would be going on to get sacked by AS Roma, but that will become quite upsettingly obvious as you listen to this podcast apologies in advance if it's a little bit outdated but most of it is fine thank you we'll be back soon Hello everybody and welcome along to another Total Italian Football Podcast brought to you by the team at Total-ItalianFootball.com. I'm Conor Clancy, your host. We are back a little bit later than usual due to scheduling problems and due to those game aforementioned problems, I've only got one friend with me this week. Kev's away on holiday for about a month. Vito can't do this time because it's uncomfortable for that part of the world. But I do have you and Burns here with me. Hello, Mr. Burns. How are you?
1: You do have me here. Oh, I'm okay. I'm having a, a, a standard day, quite a busy day, but I've quite enjoyed it. Um, the noise you were making as we started recording then, and now that I'm saying this has to be left in, sounded like um, when you walk into a pet shop and the yeah. sort of symphony <laughs> of squeaky rodents and, and birds at the same time.
0: As you started that, I was thinking, what noise was I making? I don't remember making a noise, but as soon as you said Pet Shop, I remember exactly what it was. Um, It feels weird that it's just the two of us on a main pod.
1: Yeah, normally that's for other ones. Yeah, Yeah, we're very much used to doing
0: two-person pods, and we will probably do two more this week. But it is different for the main pod. But anyway, we are here we're here to talk through the men's Serie A action, Ewan, we'll, we'll leave the, the women's football for tomorrow, I'd, I'd imagine, but all of the games haven't been played, because this weekend is quite a funny one, it's stretching from as early as Saturday afternoon to as late as Tuesday evening, um, ahead of match day 21, which is going to be a little bit silly for reasons that we'll get into as well, but... Um, Eight of the 10 games have been fully played. One of them is in progress and one of them is still to come. So I'll just list through the results as we have them. Now, Napoli beat Salernitana 2-1 on Saturday. Genoa, Torino finished scoreless. Verona beat Empoli 2-1 at the Bentegodi. And Inter thrashed Monza 5-1 on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, we saw Lazio beat Lecce 1-0. Cagliari beat Bologna 2-1. Bologna are kind of falling away a little bit, unfortunately. Fiorentina Udinese finished 2-2. Milan beat Roma 3-1. Atalanta are currently 3-0 up against Frozanano, but they've been 3-0 up against Frozanano for about an hour now. So we'll see how that one ends. Um, And it will end while we're doing this podcast. And then on Tuesday night, we've got Juventus Sassuolo at the Allianz Stadium, which we will talk about on the bonus podcast later this week. What you can listen to, which you can listen to, If you sign up to patreon.com slash total italian football for two five or ten euro a month just one final thing before we get on with this podcast is that if you are listening to this anywhere else that isn't under the name total italian football you need to go to spotify and search for total italian football and then you will find the podcast there it's the only place where we can guarantee that this podcast will appear every single week. We keep getting asked questions. We keep getting emails sent to us. That is where you will find this podcast every week without fail. So, Ewan, with all of that done and dusted, we're going to have to go to Milan, aren't we, to start with, where Milan beat Roma 3-1. We had Alessandro by there. I felt so bad for him because I had spent the whole weekend basically out of the house and at a couple of games and I just got back about 45 minutes before this game started and I was freezing and the San Siro is always about 5 degrees colder than anywhere else in Milan, so I did feel really, really bad for him, but he got to enjoy a a game that was probably better than we all expected it to be. Milan got the the win 3-1 and it's hard to say that he didn't deserve the three points.
1: Yeah, it was deeply deserved it, it. It was funny for a short period where um, it looked like Roma might do that thing that they did last season where it was it was 2-0 to Milan until late on. Roma were not remotely in the game of football where they were just adjacent to it. And then suddenly scored twice and got a point. And the penalty for Paredes came out of absolutely nowhere. Um, kind of gave the inclination that Roma might manage to get something from the game. But... Um, Milan were much better equipped this time and scored what can only be described as a very lovely goal to make it
0: 3-1. There were a couple of quite nice goals in this game. I think Yassin Adli's was pleasant. I can't actually remember Giroud's right now, but Terran Hanez was a special was goal. Punch. It wasn't a special goal. He doesn't... I was about to say he doesn't tend to score special goals, but for someone who most of his goals aren't special, he does have a ridiculous... like
1: Uh, real you've never been so right and terribly wrong at the same (laughs) time it's weird isn't it it's largely bollocks what you said there but you're also right
0: (laughs) i am right most of his goals aren't remarkable but he's got more spectacular goals than most footballers as well can i hit
1: you with a stat about is it gonna be related to giroud yeah yeah um He is the so he's now got double figures in three consecutive seasons for Milan. And
0: he's the handsomest man to ever do that.
1: That and he is the first player to do that for Milan since Pato, which is I bit... was
0: I wasn't expecting Pato to be the name there. I was expecting yeah, Benteke or of
1: Inzaghi. Well, obviously Pato was very good for a period of time. I didn't think he got double figures in three seasons.
0: No, I wouldn't have thought that either. I wouldn't have thought that that.
1: shows our ignorance
0: but (laughs) it's a good record that isn't it considering they signed Giroud as very much a, a rotation striker to rotate with another very old man and now only one of those old men is still standing and Giroud just keeps proving himself not only as a rotation striker now, but he's been their established first choice number nine for the last two seasons and he just keeps delivering it is I, I've mixed feelings on it, because I think it's a reflection on some of the problems Milan have, that they're still so reliant on Giroud, but you've got to give him his credit, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, because he, he he spent a large period of the time in which he's been scoring all these goals for Milan, knowing that they are actively seeking his replacement. Um, And it's not good for Milan that they don't, like, you know, Lukiovic is their alternative to him. He was done all right in the last couple of months, but it's you know it's it's not a long term plan. Um but they have been like looking for the, the replacement for a long time. They they're very aware of the problem. But it's yeah, you know, when you're a club that can't throw loads of money at something it's quite a scary thing to stick thirty million on a striker, knowing that you need them to be the you know the double figure goal scoring guy for lots of years.
0: You could ask me what club Lukyovic was at at any point in the week and I would struggle to pick between Fiorentina and Milan. I just my head hasn't quite registered that he's at this one now. Do you know what I mean by that?
1: Um yes. You work for a Milan but, website so Yeah exactly point. that that's why he's fit for me. But I, I think I would be in the same boat were that not the case.
0: But can we talk about Yassin Adli because he's a player that he's he's probably not played as much as he would have expected to since going to Milan and a lot of the talk basically on like online circles was that this is a guy that needs a chance he needs to play more he's definitely good enough I wasn't really sure where that was coming from but since he's played a little bit I'm starting to see that there is a real player there and at the start of the season everybody was kind of drooling over what Milan had to offer in midfield and that was before even really considering Adli but he's starting to show his worth to Pioli isn't he
1: yeah, he's one of them players that... 23! That's the thing, He's he's been a big deal, as it were, for a long time. He came through at Bordeaux, and they loaned him straight back there um, when they signed him. And then he, I think that season that he then was on loan, he wasn't too bad, supposedly, but they got relegated that season, so it wasn't a great year by any means. Um, then ended up back at Mainland last season and never really got near the team. But, you know, they've been patient with him and it's, it's paying off because you know, they've clearly believed that there is talent there. He is why Grunich has gone um, in January because, um, you know, Adley showing something in training has basically meant that you started giving Adley the minutes that Grunich was getting. Um, Grunich so, is
0: gone, you tell me.
1: I don't know if he's officially gone now, but he's certainly going. Um, okay,
0: Fenabatti is gone, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. online.
1: Alone in the end.
0: Apparently.
1: Uh, that, that'll be with a mandatory purchase, I think. Because One of those fake loans, is it? Yeah. Just, Speaking uh, of
0: fake loans, we'll talk about that on the women's podcast, but the Linda Sembrandt <laughs> move, the Bayern is odd, isn't it?
1: I haven't seen any details of that. Right,
0: we'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: But yeah, I'd, I'd, this was very... Much, uh, it's not like a breakthrough game in the sense that no one had heard of him and suddenly he's in the team. But... This was like by far his best game or involvement at all for Milan um, since he got to the club. He was he particularly the first half. He absolutely ran it. You know that even if he hadn't scored the first goal, it was it was a brilliant performance regardless of that.
0: On Roma, you and I messaged you before this game. Oh I had good. a moment of the realization where I wasn't really looking forward to this game anyway, but I was going to watch it because it was a Sunday night game. I was getting home. I was going to get a pizza and sit down and watch the match nice and then i realized it was this game i was thinking whoa okay not going to be good is it and then i had the moment of realization that marino suspended so there's a guaranteed loss of entertainment there because he will invariably kick off on the sideline in every game particularly the big ones and then i realized is also not there and i, I messaged you thought what is the point not only in me watching this game, but in this game even happening. And there is a real feeling around Roma, isn't there, that if Dybala's not there, the whole thing is just a disaster. And I want to ask you, as someone with, with some sort of feelings towards this club, what are they? Because they're ninth in the table. I think you would have to do a lot of work To say that they're good enough to be expecting to be in the top four they're definitely good enough to be competing to be in the top four but i don't really know what this Roma team is supposed to be and every time i watch them i get even more confused because i don't see what they even think they are themselves
1: to me it's not felt clear what they are for about four years now it's just sort of felt like they're sort of limp along never being particularly entertaining Getting enough results that it's never quite, oh my god, what are they doing down there, sort of thing, but also not doing anything of major interest. Winning the Conference League really changed the sort of vibe a little bit, but it probably masked a, a few things, really. Um, yeah, bear in mind it was the first time that tournament even existed, um, and it does feel like this game, the, the Lazio defeat in the cup, and then this game, does seem to have turned the tide a bit on Mourinho, because obviously he's out of contract, and you know I, I'm not interested in sitting here and go, oh, he should be sacked or anything like that. I can't imagine a world where Roma sack Mourinho, <laughs> but but you can't warrant a new contract right now on on what's being shown in the league position, the fact that they've gone out in the cup to Lancia, Um I was having this Europe.
0: conversation with myself the other day where I I had invented this hypothetical situation where Mourinho still had a, a year left on his contract. And I was making the kind of the same argument that he hasn't been so bad that he should be sacked, even if he had years to run but he probably hasn't done enough this season to warrant a new contract either. In the previous two years, I think he did. Like Winning the Conference League is a big success. Getting within a kick and all the controversy that came in the Europa League final last year as well, there was a lot of success there too. This year, it just doesn't seem to be working. And this year, they've brought in Lukaku as well.
1: Yeah, and and to be honest, the, the Lukaku thing is sort of little separate in the sense that he scored goals. Um maybe they'd want a few more in the league rather than you know, you got a lot in the Europa League group stage. Um and they still ended up not winning the group. So I think it's more a case that this team is a lot less than the sum of its parts. I'd say it's 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 actually quite a good squad. And it's, it? it's not not a title winning squad or anything, but it's you know, they're, they're ninth at the moment. Um it's you know, it shouldn't be down there. And I think wage wise it's like fourth or fifth biggest wage budget, possibly in third in the league. Um there's there's a lot that needs unpicking there. You know, I feel like I'm talking about Money United now at the same time. There's a lot more than just a manager <laughs> that needs unpicking yeah, yeah. there um to get sort of long term success. It feels like I don't know if this is a Mourinho thing or just the way it feels, but It feels like players join you think that seems like a really good idea that could be quite interesting and you'll get a flash of it and think oh cool they've they've found something here and then they just sort of disappear i I don't know where yeah i don't know where out Sanchez has gone Um, has he not
0: gone back (laughs) did he not leave
1: well he there was that double substitution thing wasn't there and then i've not really heard his name since he got he got a big injury just after he'd played a few games and looked quite good and it was like okay that's typical Similar to um, Hussein Noir, he came in, looked quite good, kind of disappeared yeah. a bit, got fit, and now he's gone to AFCON. Which, yeah, for the record, I'm never going to stop being one of those fans who gets angry at players for going to international tournaments. So <laughs> that's their prerogative. Um, yeah, Renato Sanchez is leaving, by the sounds of it. Um, his loan at Roma is expected to be terminated...
0: Yeah, I saw those reports. All right, I assumed it had kind of been done. I've been very Apparently busy
1: the last week. He's probably going to go to Besiktas. So it's not like where
0: everybody goes.
1: Like he played a few games, looked good, got an injury, and then it, it, somewhere along the way, there's been the falling out. By something, it's that's the sort of thing that you can end up pointing the finger at Mourinho in that sort of situation because we we yeah we all. You know, yeah. I I, I like Marino, but we all cool. know he's got that in him. Mm. Um, so there's there's a lot of things that are very tiresome about Roma. But it ends up on the pitch that the whole thing looks tiresome. They look slow. There's there's no ideas. There's some odd decisions, like Belotti was on the bench yesterday with El Shirari up front with Lukaku instead, um, which seems odd because Belotti is an actual striker, but then also he's a striker who doesn't score goals. So <laughs> that's.
0: There's a lot wrong. There is a lot wrong. I'll tell you where there's not a lot wrong though, and that is a bit further north of Rome, but in the same stadium that we've just been discussing. Um, Inter. They went away to and they won five one. It was quite comprehensive. Although I do think the scoreline kind of puts a bit of gloss on that because it was it was three one until quite late on, and then Latara got a penalty in their second penalty of the game and Marcus Durham scored in the eighty eighth minute. But this is a game where Chalobious scored twice, Lautaro scored twice, Turam got the other, and Matteo Pasini scored a, a penalty for Monza. Three penalties in the game altogether. Uh, but Inter do just have that ability to kind of turn it on, whack you in five minutes, and then it, it's kind of feet up and, and wait for the the bigger challenges to come with them, isn't
1: it? Yeah, obviously we've done pretty much nothing but praise them this season, and then. They drew with Genoa and then had that you know win against Verona, but it certainly wasn't a, um, a convincing one by any means. It was with all the, all the silliness at the end. Um Then Alibi wrote for the so TotalHavenSonicFootball.com afterwards about how, if you look back in the last few seasons for Inter, they've had a bad run of form in sort of January, February, and it's either knocked them out of a title race or, you know, out of whatever it is they're trying to get at the time, um, and what he was kind of saying was that they're they're hinting at one with with those two performances, even though they got four points. That the the way they played suggested that they could take their foot off the gas slightly yeah. and be be left to pay for it. With obviously UVA not far behind them, but you know, sorry, Ali, but as I say sorry. He's an Inter fan; he'll be happy. But they then went and won five-one at Monza So I think. They may have read Ali's work and decided to play better.
0: I think Ali's very much written that piece in the hopes that, as an Italian with superstitions, (laughs) that it will come against them like me (laughs) sending the message to you the other night about Atalanta never getting penalties. Now they've got two penalties in the last two games. (laughs) It works. It works. Um, But they do just look a lot better than everyone else. I was paying attention to... Allegri's press conference on monday obviously you were playing on tuesday so everything's a bit funny but he was talking about his UV squad in comparison to the inter squad where he's talking about how his UV squad needs to grow and it's all about the few years after this season it's not all about this season whereas into our team built to win the scudetto and to be fair they are aren't they and they very much look at like to bring in someone like marcus thuram we thought that it might be the case at the time and it's very much turning out to be the case that he is just a perfect fit for that team phenomenal player to watch as well and you look at this team from back to front and once again like it was last season and like i would argue it was the season before neither of which they won the scudetto in by the way but it is by a distance the strongest squad in Serie A, and it's going to win them
1: the title quite comfortably, you'd think. Yeah, they, I, I, I can't believe I sort of find myself in a is where I'm slightly willing on Juve each week. Yeah, I know exactly if, what you mean by this. Especially if they play second, like they are this week. Um, if you know that Inter have whacked somebody five, you think, well, as long as Juve win, then it, it remains interesting. And, um, I, I don't, I don't care which of the two of them wins it out of them, to be honest. 'Cause we've we've had you know we've had three now without Juve winning it. So it's it's not quite as oh, great Juve won it if they do sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I still I still kind of feel the same as I did a few weeks ago where I I just think Inter have gears and I'm not convinced that Juve do. Um, mm. I'd like to be proved wrong for as long as possible. Because you know, if we can keep them within like two points of each other, then it's very interesting. Incidentally, Milan do look like they've turned a bit the corner. Um, there's still obviously, a, I think it's six or so point gap there. They're
0: too far away now, aren't they? They're they're nine off. Oh. I
1: think yeah, I think they're, they're probably too far off to win it, but I don't think they're too far off to get into the conversation. Um, be funny if, if you end up third would wouldn't it? After? <laughs> in the third and two horse race. Um. But, yeah, I think Milan could potentially get into that conversation, if not into the actual meat of the race. Um, but I still think Inter are going to win, I'm afraid.
0: The meat of the race. I think Inter are going to yeah. win too. Um, I, I kind of do want Juve to win the league, because then we would have had four different winners in four years, which is quite pleasant. we already had that, have we not? We have, but we could still have it next year. Whereas if Inter it, winner? we've got...
1: we could just sort of start it again
0: yeah we could but if it's an endless cycle of a different team winning the league every season I would sign up for that immediately Um, and then whoever wins it doesn't win it again for at least another four years that would be great wouldn't it
1: it depends how far you want to take that out because if we do it as like top three levels that would be great fun wouldn't
0: it what do you mean levels what are you talking about
1: Serie B and Serie C, you get them involved as well. Oh, right.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, Serie B, if you win it, you can't win it next year. So that helps. Yeah. And Serie C as well. Um, but it does very much look like Parmar are going to win that. Uh, oh, I can't believe oh boy, Why have I just said that? That just came out. I want to take that back because I've been trying to avoid saying that for <laughs> four months and it's just come out. And this is going to be the moment where their season derails. But it's quite interesting because they are now but top of Two different Serie Bs, you and we'll talk about this tomorrow. But Parma women crept up to the top of the Serie B femminile table as well over the weekend. That's not as true because there's three teams on the same number of points, but Parma are the top of the three teams. So it's all very exciting in this city. But I think we need to move on. And I really don't know where to go next. So we're going to go to a game that hasn't quite finished. Atalanta Frosinone. Atalanta have just scored the fourth goal. And they're about to score a fifth, but they've messed it up in the box and it's somehow been cleared away. But anyway, this game was over after what was it, 13 minutes? To good miners. There's gonna
1: be egg on your face for Kettler. doing this if Frosnani can get five in stoppage time. You're well, gonna look really silly.
0: Frozenone haven't been able to get five passes together, never mind five goals in stoppage time. Um, Atalanta have hit. A decent run of form. They knocked Milan out of the cup in midweek as well, obviously. And now they're kind of just spanking Frozanone. The only disappointment here will be that they didn't manage to roll back the years and hit seven or eight.
1: Do you want the uh, live win probability?
0: Oh, there's a, they've scored again. <laughs> Atalanta have the ball in the net. Holm has got his goal, who we were both oh, saying dear. how much we enjoy earlier. Uh, okay, well, what's the, the live win probability well, now, is, you we're
1: still on 4-0, but I've got a 0.1% chance of, of winning the game. Um, I'm intrigued to see what what they do with that percentage now that it's five. They've got a 0.2% chance of getting the draw. Um, 02 This is slower than I thought it'd be. This is just the Google thing. Yeah. Oh, Winner you know, probability, win probability is updating. Is,
0: updating. Um, <laughs> it, I, is it possible to get zero? It won't be possible, will it?
1: It's if It can't. Yeah. Unless nothing... they can do some maths and go, there's X amount of minutes you can't. You physically can't score. <laughs> yeah, possibly. The thing is, you kind no, of buy time with a goal, but they that they'll have to chuck a bit more. I time think time this score. is
0: going to be a job where the ref just blows it up now, though, isn't
1: it? Oh yeah, almost certainly. Uh, just not giving me that fifth goal,
0: Gasparini. The, the just showing a replay of the camera over Gasparini's shoulder, and that goal went in, and he just started laughing. Which there's a lot of a lot of mostly milan and fiorentina supporting people on social medias who get so angry when gasperini shows any joy and that is going to so yeah. get under their skin <laughs> and i'm already i'm already here for it but i'm quite pleased this is a nice win it's a nice monday evening i'm happy
1: that you probably and... stayed the same Did I it think stay the they've same. given up
0: <laughs> right um Atalanta in the last week kind of shown signs of what they're able to do and what they tend to do or at least in my head after Christmas they tend to show a little bit more strength.
1: Yeah, and that little section of the table will probably benefit from showing a bit more strength because it's very, very tight in that area. You've got, you could even go from 10th up, from 10th to four. There's only a six-point gap now. Um, So that's that's Fiorentina down to Torino. Um, List all
0: the teams. Fiorentina, Atalanta, Lazio, Bologna, Napoli, Roma and Torino.
1: Yeah. So obviously, Roma, like we said, are are on the charge. So you've got to look out for them. No, Um,
0: they're on the charge towards the relegation. Oh, there's... No, sorry.
1: (laughs) What's the relegation? That's rude, isn't it? Um, Bologna are on a similar charge, actually, in the sense that it's downwards whilst Lance are on the, the opposite way. They've won the last four in the league and beaten Roma in the Cup. So they've won their last five.
0: Going to um, do some live maths, which never goes well. Roma are 12 <laughs> points off the relegation zone and they are 13 points off third. So they're closer to the relegation zone, you and then they are to Milan in third. So it wasn't that okay, rude.
1: Fine. What, what do you want me to say? That They might get relegated. No, just apologise
0: for calling me rude because I'm not.
1: No, I still think it's rude. Because you have to factor in the rate at which a team picks up points. <laughs> yeah, they've picked picked up one in the last three. That's a decent going. One out of nine. Can I get it? Yeah, Bologna
0: or Verona, who are currently 18th, have picked up six from their last four matches. So there yes, you go. they
1: played Empoli at the weekend, which is cheating. Didn't Roma put 15 past Empoli earlier this season? Yeah, I was
0: going to say, I was about (laughs) to look up the score of that match, but that was one of the mad... It was 7-0, that, wasn't
1: it? I don't want to find it now. Even Renato Sanchez
0: scored in that one.
1: That's sad, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Back in the good times when they were pumping Empoli. I can't find that game anywhere.
0: Google Roma
1: Empoli. Oh, here it is. Yeah, look at all those goals. Two of them in eight minutes. It's like prime at Sorry, we've gone massively off piece. So, this is a terrible question.
0: My dad sent me a message that really confused me, and I don't know what he's talking about. He can only be referring. <laughs> he sent me a He'll message. Say, yeah, he will. Dad, explain that, please. He said, can made it in Chelsea after Emil Holmes scored home never played for Chelsea. I'm assuming he's just behind and he's just seen Zapata's goal or something. But anyway,
1: he <laughs> um, paused that, it to go and do something. <laughs> yeah,
0: he did that in the first half as well. But then he had caught up. Um, but anyway, he's probably done the same thing in the second half. Um, you and I don't really know what to talk about this week because <laughs> it's it's one of those match weeks, though, isn't it? Because it's been so spread out and because just such predictable things happened there's not all that much significance to talk about will
1: do you know we, the most we... predictable thing that happened go on um and scored a really good goal
0: that's where i was taking us yeah well napoli scored in the 96th minute to beat serenitano 2-1 where kandreva had put serenitano up with a very antonio kandreva goal then Matteo politano equalized with a stoppage time first half penalty First half, stoppage time penalty, I should have said. And then Emma Rachmaninoff scored the winner in the 96th. Um,
1: Did you watch this much? No. This was in the non-TV slot. Oh, was was, it? I was busy anyway.
0: I was on a pitch somewhere, working.
1: Nice. I think I was at Rihanna's parents' house, not working.
0: Big win for Napoli. They needed this and it'll mean a little bit more the fact that it was against Salerno. Oh, Gasparini's currently jumping up and down doing his dance. The The exact thing that first wound up all the Milan fans. He's done it again. It's People a Monday are going to be though. calling for his head.
1: No one's going to care on a Monday night. Has to be in, 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 the, in the prime of the weekend. I love
0: when he gets all giddy. I love when he's dancing.
1: Everyone should be like me and pretty much not go on Twitter unless it's directly to do with finding out information for a football match
0: yeah i've kind of given up on twitter i think yeah. I've, i think i've actually packed it in i use <laughs> it for I, I use it for work but i've found myself in the last couple of weeks thinking things like oh you know when you have a talk and you think oh that's a tweet i'm just like
1: what is the point yeah. i'll keep it's, that goal to myself i think it's an absolute dump <laughs> so, it's it's not even the stuff that's on there, it's the fact that since it changed, um, and you got your, your two different tabs, X, like, I'm I just what not is happening? seeing anything from the people that I used to interact with. What are you doing?
0: Am I losing my mind? A load of,
1: the a ended, load of right?
0: balloons just started popping up around you, you know. <laughs> You know, on Twitter, when it's your birthday and you click on the oh, on the
1: screen. I thought you meant like in the yeah, stadium. Yeah, on
0: your screen, on you.
1: Me? What on?
0: They were on around the, you on the call. Yes. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> You've
1: this been was... clicking on something. Is been...
0: The clown from it. Gonna pop up in a minute. That was terrifying. Anyway, what are oh. you
1: saying about Twitter? just that it, it just seemed to wipe off the face of the earth anyone that i would actually enjoy reading anything from or interacting with the people i used to talk to about football and every now and then a, a name or a twitter handle will pop into my head and i think oh yeah i forgot that that human being existed that i used to talk to a bit. do you remember that yeah. guy um michael who i once got on the podcast when we were struggling for people um he does um, you should
0: know his last name
1: he does the he's on the road to is it Road to Nowhere? It's a European football podcast. And it's good. Um used to chat with him every now and then. Just completely forgot it existed because he just disappeared off the face of yeah. the earth on oh my thing. And there's there's a lot of people like that where they'll pop into headland, you'll go and have a look on their profile. They still follow you, you still follow them, and they'll have plenty of tweets. Yeah. And you've just not seen any of them. And it, it just it just sort of wiped it all away. You, you actually. Uh, if I if I accidentally click on the for you tab, I might see something from you. You're not on the following tab. You really? uh, don't see anything from anyone. It's really That's weird. weird. Following is tab weird. is just football clubs. It feels like.
0: Anyway, oh well.
1: This is but, you if you anyone listening that I suggest- previously talked to and then just completely stopped any form of interaction with. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, and also it's because you disappeared. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm stuck with him. He sent me an email one time, and I'm not able to get rid of him since.
1: <laughs> right. Do you want to actually though.
0: make a point about Napoli?
1: Um, you hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite pleased with Rachmani on a personal level in the sense that he was so good last year and had a bit of a horrible year, so that goal must have felt quite nice. Um, apart from that, I think while yes they got three points it's a 96 minute winner at home against the team at the bottom of the league I, I don't think it necessarily shows that anything's changed there um they are still struggling and will almost certainly continue to do so happy weekend uh um, who do
0: you think finishes higher this season you and napoli or you know where i'm going with this roma <laughs> <laughs>
1: um you knew where i was going with that didn't you oh yeah yeah even before you said napoli um, <laughs> it's very difficult because I, I genuinely think there's a chance both coaches won't be there on the end of the season I conv- I'm convinced Mazzari won't be
0: um, oh yeah Napoli are getting another coaching change yeah. and
1: f- for the sake of something a bit more concrete as to what I was saying earlier La Repubblica have been reporting that Roma are like seriously considering um, Mourinho's future and La Republica are one of the papers that don't tend to necessarily well, just stay for the hell mean? of it. Well, does apparently there's, that... there are meetings scheduled with upper management to kind of talk about his position. Um, that's what I mean. It it, it just it just feels like the last week, it's just ticked up a level. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. gotten to the point of plausible sacking, whereas before it was like a fanciful idea from some people. Certainly.
0: I still think um, they'd be mad to sack him because they're going to have to pay him a lot of money.
1: Well, if you set a contract at the end of this season, it can't be stupid amounts. Yeah, you know, it's not either sacking him with three years left or anything. Um, but yeah, you know, it's still it's a it's a club that pretty much can't spend money really. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is one of the problems that needs sorting out. If you're yeah. in a two, there is a two big mischance
0: for you to consolidate the top four. I was yawning there. Was Let's not that,
1: talk really. any all on the podcast. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> forgot what I was
0: doing but there are only two of us. Um, it's a big mischance chance for Fiorentina against a team in Udineza who are rubbish, but to be fair, we don't know what they're trying to do. Because if Udineza's aim is to draw every playing, yeah. game this season, they're <laughs> bloody good. Because they've now drawn 12 <laughs> matches this season. Well, if that 12, was their aim...
1: But that puts you won 38 points, which last season would have seen you finish 16th.
0: Yeah. So I, think sand... I
1: think that's what they're going for. Yeah, it's a sound way of going about things.
0: Guys, try draw every single week. You might accidentally win a couple and you'll be fine. And so far, they have accidentally won two matches.
1: Yeah. They <laughs> won two for matches. Them. We're twenty games into the season. They <laughs> <we> won twice. <laughs> um they I'll so say what though, their first goal was a bit uncharacteristic because it was absolutely lovely. Um, it was a really good counter-attack and Lovric scored with a nice finish. This is the thing, that they're always really dull and everything but they've always got a couple of interesting players just to keep it, sort of keep something going on. Lovric and Samozic are very good players. Um, Udo- I, I was going to say, I, I always want to say Udogi because when he was in Italy, that's what it was. But See, it seems I'm, to be Udogi.
0: Well, it's been Udogi in the English press.
1: Yeah. Italian then, press
0: called him Udogia, but his name isn't Italian. So that's the thing. So that's why I'm thinking it. Is it it. Um, I don't know, because it'll come down to him. Because he's Italian, he might well go with Udogia.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, you, never, you never know. I always think about um it was a former Liverpool and I think Crystal Palace player, Jordan Ibe. Uh, he went eBay, by, yeah. His name was eBay, but he called himself Ibe because he grew up in England. And people from, I think it was Nigeria where the name is from, were telling him, you are not pronouncing your name right. Mm. He's like, oh, it's Ibe. Um, so it's it's a funny one with with names and that, isn't
1: it? It is. You're quite right. Julia
0: Grosso was an example. She calls herself Grosso. It's not Grosso. Yeah,
1: that just feels like, I know she's Canadian, but that just feels like one of them Americanisms rather than yeah. Like, I don't know. Sorry, North
0: Americanisms.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a better way of putting it. Um, but yeah, anyway, point being, he, yeah, he was very interested in there last season. They, they've always got something to keep you kind of onside. Um And one of them scored a goal. It, it's inexplicable that Florian Tovan is still there scoring goals. Um,
0: he's one of those players you forget is still just knocking about, don't you?
1: Yeah, he, he's, got, uh, he's one of them that I would, I would imagine looking at the scores of a random league somewhere and go, oh my god, it's Florian Tovan. And that, to be honest, that is the situation. It's just that he's in the league that we cover. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we don't look at Italian football, they'll go, oh, Florian Tovan scored this weekend. Um, Festival Abazelli got about an hour. Yeah, Abizale is an example of um, they, they've just the always like got footballs. a few of them. But yes. Um, incidentally, that bottom of the table, this was a pretty awful weekend for Impley and playing as most are because Obviously, they both lost, but Empoli lost to Verona. who are in the bottom three, but there's now a four-point gap there between 19th and 18th, mm-hmm. which in the context is quite a lot of points. Um, so we're getting a couple of cutter drifters.
0: Do they actually get three points for this win, though, considering you were writing it off earlier?
1: Well, they get them. I'm just saying let's not you know, pat them on the back too hard.
0: Show some respect.
1: Because are shite.
0: Show some respect. No. Are shite. They can see that seven <laughs> goals for Roma.
1: Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Um, yeah, Renato Sanchez scored, scored this
0: season. Thirty-two goals Roma have scored this season. Um yeah, which is more than you'd think, isn't it? It is a lot more than you well, a lot, Steady. It is more than you'd think. They've scored more <laughs> goals than Napoli, Bologna, Lazio, Fiorentina.
1: It's nine and more than beloved. Of
0: course, they've scored more goals than Juventus.
1: Well, yeah. How good are
0: you, babe, by the way? They've only scored 29 goals. And they're second. And they've played a game fewer than everybody else. Um, but anyway, what do you want to talk about? Because there's not really much else jumping off the, the table here, is there? Look, Lazio beat Lecce 1-0.
1: Felipe Anderson scored. But it
0: wasn't a great performance.
1: No, I mean... the. The game itself isn't really what's of interest for Lazio. It's just the fact that they are winning games in in the general sense, mm. um, and have got themselves back up into within a point of. They've kind fourth. of
0: crept back up, haven't they? They've got four yeah, wins on the bounce are. now, and so A. Yeah, and they're they're very much in that Champions League chase again.
1: They very much just swapped with Roma. You remember a few weeks ago, Roma did touch fourth, yeah, and it was they, like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile Lazio were about ninth um and then they just flip around so you know well,
0: what you we were them. saying earlier isn't it, about how close the the table is like changes like that are going to continue to happen as long as the the points gap between fourth and whatever it is yeah actually got the got six go points tight.
1: between however many teams that is about seven eight of them um there's going to be some chopping and changing
0: and they're going to continue to chop and change between now and the end of the season you would imagine um calorie two one bologna bologna uh, struggling a little bit in the last couple of weeks. André Batania scored.
1: Did, have you seen the goal? No. I've it's not seen the... anything from this game. He must have slimmed down or something because like, it didn't hit him. Down, right? it, it wasn't one of them goals. He he burst through, went around the keeper and scored. <laughs> right. He's not bursting, <laughs> is he? he? He he burst through. i am going to try <laughs> he... and find it again. He Confirmed to, confirm to myself it was a certified burst. Honestly, he, it was such a such a burst. He can
0: power through.
1: <laughs> well, I, I this was a burst. I'm, just, right, just I'm not those, having
0: that, it. Andrea. <laughs> I've watched Andrea Pettine. Pata- I'm going to go out on... A, I'm, I think I've watched Andrea Pata- go any Pata- go Pata- go Pata- go Pata- go Pata- play more than any other English speaker who covers Serie A. <laughs> and I've never... Bear in mind, so he was not only at the club I support, but I was at Spal very, very regularly when he was there. Um and i don't think i've ever ever seen him burst ewan
1: it's about as close to a burst as you can get in the realm of Britannia, i'd say find 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 the highlights it's 30 minutes i'm sorry one minute 19. (laughs) telling you where it is in the game i'm not
0: gonna go i'm not gonna go find it
1: now um We, we need clarification here on the pub because... We'll
0: discuss this on the bonus part if anyone wants it. But anyway, let's oh, call well. it, shall we? Because
1: <laughs> I'm really tired of this. Alright, fine. But you do have to watch this off here. So Stop yawning. Your... <laughs> <laughs> you know, got... I don't know if I just happened to look down and like <laughs> thinking that you're about to talk. I can't help it. If I'm yawning, I'm yawning. I tried not to. I got
0: my sentence out, and then I did it, thinking it was safe. Like, if you need to yawn, you yawn. But if you're holding it in and trying to talk, it doesn't work.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well you did that earlier actually. <laughs> done all of it. Um yeah, I think we're done, aren't we? Yeah. Dear me.
0: I'm <laughs> watching the highlights. Why
1: are you watching the highlights now?
0: They're just on. They <laughs> came on after the Atalanta game, so they're just you're on. doing some
1: research, folks. Yeah. I'll
0: let you know on the bonus part what I think.
1: <laughs> um all right are you happy? Are we done? Have you got anything you want to say?
0: Yeah, we'll be back. Today's Monday. Well, it's probably Tuesday when you're listening to this. We'll be recording the Women's World Podcast then. And then we'll be doing a bonus podcast later in the week. Probably just talk about Juve.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Juve slash preview. Um we don't do the preview, but in that situation we'll lump a little bit in.
0: Yeah, because the weekend is silly. So there's only about four games to discuss. Um, So we might do that. The Super Cup is here. I think it's on Thursday, isn't it? It And then the semi finals on Thursday.
1: No, Thursday, Friday. Napoli, Fiorentina is on Thursday, I want to say. Obviously, it's in Riyadh for fun. Inter versus Lazio. Inter, Lazio is quite interesting in the context of Lazio. Starting Wouldn't to win games. Shit, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to really watch it. Obviously, give a shit. Just picking it up for those who might want to watch it.
0: I, th- I see. The thing is, right? I'm actually largely in favor of the new Super Cup format. But fuck me, why is it in Saudi Arabia? Like, I, that's just—I don't care now. Well, I don't the, care the now.
1: with the Spanish one where. Was it was it for the final, where there was a minute (laughs) silence for Beckenbauer? Yeah, They got booed by the crowd because I'm not. I don't know if this is true, but apparently it's a cultural thing that um, minute silences aren't a thing in yeah the Middle East.
0: I'm on their side there. I think.
1: Well, I'm on their side in the sense that if if that's the case, then fine, that's the case. But like, how is this sort of thing like? There's just so many. It's just another way of showing why is it there. This is a. European nations <laughs> tournament yeah. containing teams from that nation you've taken it into a completely different culture and clearly not thought it through and this is just one of the examples in which it's not been thought through because um, you've managed to go and offend everyone and, and sort of but, but offend literally everyone because obviously all the Europeans get offended by yeah. them drowning out a minute silence for a respected figure in football Um it's, remember, the whole thing is mad. Do
0: you remember a week ago we were talking about how the the women's Super Cup is treated much more seriously and taken as a trophy than the men's one? Mm. Part of the reason for that is probably because this one pisses off <laughs> Saudi Arabia, whereas that one was played in a lovely neutral location between the two teams in in Italy.
1: Yep, it's full of people who are genuine supporters of the team, not just You're, on a day out. Goodbye,
0: Yoon.
1: Um, okay then. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Say goodbye. Oh, are you throwing it back at me?
1: Well, yeah, I mean I, I I'm the button presser, so I I, I need Farewell. Any clearance. Bye. Jose, we'd like to thank you For the trophies and the good times too We'll sing your name at every game You're the special one and we all love you Ready, girls? <laughs> the best in the world we all know whoa, whoa. We didn't ever want you to go whoa. Jose Mourinho, the man who stole the show You're the special one and you dynamo whoa, whoa Jose Mourinho, you're special, you're special, you'll always be special Jose.